Hi, I'm Petey. Welcome to a Petrifaction bonus episode. Petrifaction is a podcast about all sorts of paranormal subjects. So check out a full episode today. And in the meantime, enjoy today's short buzz. Hi, everybody. I want to welcome you to today's show. This is going to be a short show, but the reason I'm doing it is because at one point throughout the season of season two of Petrifaction, we went through the top 13 haunted houses in the United States. And I had mentioned that for the very first time, my husband and I were going to attend one of these top 13 houses. And I would let you know how it went. Well, we got to go. We attended Halloween Horror Nights in Orlando, which is number seven on that top 13 list. So I'm going to let you know what we thought about Halloween Horror Nights and uh, just give you some information about it. So sit back and relax and enjoy this show. And really, it's not going to be scary today, but it might be informational and help you if you want to go to a haunted house or a haunted event in the United States. Again, the Orlando Halloween Horror Nights event is number seven. It's tied with the California Universal Halloween Horror Nights. They're not exactly the same. They're a little bit different, but I can't really tell you about the California one so much, so I'm going to stick with the Universal Studios Orlando Resorts Halloween Horror Nights event. The first thing I'm going to say is that Halloween Horror Nights is really not designed for children. If you want to bring your young kids, they won't stop you, but it's not really recommended. I can say that we saw people with strollers bringing young kids in, and that's, of course, the Universal's not going to stop you if you wish to do that, but it's really not recommended for children. So just keep that in mind if you are planning to attend Halloween Horror Nights. If you want something for little kids, you might be better off going to Disney and doing one of the Disney events that are less creepy and scary because it is kind of creepy at Universal Studios. Now, we didn't attend the very first day that we got there. We actually went into the parks during the day, walked around, and when you're in during the day, you can actually see the sets that they use for the scare zones. And that was very helpful for us. So I'm going to take a step back and just say that my husband, Madman, isn't into being scared. He doesn't like scary movies. He doesn't like being startled. He doesn't like that sort of thing. So the truth of the matter is I thought this was going to be a one and done deal going to Halloween Horror Nights. But at least he was agreeable to go and at least try it. So... The whole time before the trip, I actually worried how he was going to react. And I'm really glad to say that we did go in the daytime. We did walk around the parks. It allowed us to look at the different props that they had up. You could see the scare zones and kind of how they were put together. Anything really gory or scary, they had covered up. So you didn't have to worry about if you had little kids during the daytime. You didn't have to worry about them seeing something that might really scare them. They had everything that would be questionable kind of covered up. But it gave you a feel of what they were going 
to do for Halloween Horror Nights. For instance, they had one area that was um, Major Sweets. And they had a big truck. It was a candy truck. And Major Sweets is a candy man. And it was trick-or-treating in the 1950s. That's the theme. So all the sets were there. You could see the really cute retro decorations and the mini suite uh, the major suites van was there and they had like a a whole area of trick-or-treaters that that's what the scare zone would be at night and you could look at all the stuff that they had there like the candy the I mean they had a lot of things there were things in the shops where you could buy like souvenirs as well they've also pulled some of the floats that they use for Mardi Gras parade and they revamped these floats and one of them in particular was witches that they revamped this float for and it was really well done not scary but really cute so if you're in the parks and you're not really going to Halloween Horror Nights you can still experience some of the Halloween Horror Night magic it's not really scary but it's cool to look at and it's it's Movie quality sets. It feels like you're in a movie. And that was a good thing because Madman appreciates that. He appreciates the fact that there were going to be a lot of light and fog effects, sound effects. And um, the quality of the sets is excellent. So that was very helpful for us going to Halloween Horror Nights for the first time. Now I will say that Halloween Horror Nights is a separate ticketed event so you would have to buy a separate ticket from your day ticket just to attend they close the park around five o'clock and your separated ticket event for Halloween Horror Night starts about 6 30 but it lasts until two o'clock in the morning so you're getting a lot of time in the parks it has it offers 10 different haunted houses or mazes it offers five different scare zones two shows there's merchandise a store in particular I'm thinking of the tribute store that is like a haunted house on its own and there's uh, like different food options one of my favorite that I liked was fresh ground princess looks like hamburger raw hamburger that you buy at your grocery store that comes wrapped in plastic with styrofoam. It looks like raw hamburger, but it's actually a Rice Krispie treat, uh, raspberry flavored Rice Krispie treat. It looks really gross, but it's actually really good. So a lot of food options like that that are just specifically for Halloween Horror Nights. So they do it up pretty well. There's a lot to do. Additionally, some of the rides are open for Halloween Horror Nights. Not all of them. If you're an E.T. fan, it's not open for Halloween Horror Nights. But other rides are like Men in Black. And the wait times for the rides are a lot shorter because everybody's waiting in line basically to get into the haunted houses. So that's another option to do if you just need a break from all the terror. So I'm going to go ahead and get into our experience with Halloween Horror Nights. We loved it. I loved it, but I'm a horror story fan. I love horror movies. I love scary movies. My husband doesn't. At any rate, we loved it. The effects are amazing. It was just so much fun. The scare actors there are very professional. 
they stay in character the entire time. And they are not allowed to touch you. They can like kind of sneak up on you to do like a, a scare, to do a startle reflex kind of scare for you. But they're not allowed to touch you. And the scare zones are just done amazingly well. There were people up on stilts that were about 10 feet tall walking around that looked crazy, like masked. They, they looked like grim reapers walking around. There was a witch that was totally out of a horror movie. Um, just, just the scare zones were amazingly well done. The food was delicious. All the food that we managed to try. And uh, we enjoyed it very much. Um, so I'll say like they had very cool items that you could buy. One of the big things there is um, we had a PB&J, a fried PB&J. Oh, it was so bad for you for real, but it was delicious. So there are a lot of food options. And they were just, it was just different from what you get every day in the park and just really good. Other than that, the shows, they had two shows and I knew my husband would enjoy the shows. So we went to both of the shows and they were excellent. One of the shows was called Ghoulish. It was a water light music spectacular. It was really, really good. The other show was kind of like a Cirque du Soleil show, but horror themed definitely for adults. It was kind of sexy and hot. Okay, the name of this show was Halloween Nightmare Fuel Wildfire. It's excellent. The scare zones were so good. We actually weren't going to do any of the inside houses because we had no idea what to expect. In the end, after walking around, my husband was so in love with this and so having so much fun that we did decide to go in one of the houses. We chose the classic monsters. Universal Monsters Legends Collide. And it was a house with the werewolf, the mummy, and a vampire. My husband actually stayed behind me. I went first. He was less scared that way. And if you have somebody who's a little bit more timid, maybe that's the way to do it. You walk through in a line. So there's people in front of you. There's people behind you. You're not really by yourself when you're going through. And you can kind of see where the jumps are coming from if you're really worried about that sort of thing. So it wasn't as terrifying for him as we feared it might be. It was a lot of fun, though. And the best news of all is that we decided we want to go back again. We're going to go again next year. We're going to go again around my birthday time. So very excited. And hopefully next year we do more than just one of the houses. So that's it. I mean, there's a lot more I could say about it. I just wanted to give you a feel for it a little bit. Let you know what we thought about it. It was so worth the money. So worth it to go. If you're a little bit scared of a scaredy cat and you're a little bit worried about what that might be like, go ahead and go and try it. Like go through the daytime in the park, see the props that they have up, kind of get a feel for it that way. Maybe give you an idea. And I would say just to try it, even if you're a scaredy cat, just to try it. You can avoid the scare zones if you want to. Um, you can avoid being scared by the scare actors. If you 
sit on a bench or if you're on the side, most of the things happen like in the roadway. If you know what, if you've been to Universal, you'll know what I mean. Like the street part of the park is where most of the events happen. So if you stay off to the side, stay under the sidewalks, they'll pretty much leave you alone. I would recommend you try it. You might really like it like we ended up liking it. So that's all I have. If you have any questions, let me know. I'd be glad to answer them. We had a lot of fun. If you've attended anything this year, any of those 13 top houses in the United States, let me know. Tell me what you liked about it, what you didn't like about it. And for now, that's all. That's all for today's podcast. I thank you for tuning in and I hope you liked the show. If you did, please tell a friend, give us a rating, and hit subscribe. If you have a story you would like to share on Petrifaction, you can contact me at pd at petrifaction at protonmail.com. And remember to check out today's show notes for more information on today's stories. Please return next time to hear more stories and friends be prepared to be petrified.